and she's in like big like platform heel boots and like she's smoking hot and she's got like a bag and she looks like i was like holy like i was just shocked because like it's not what you're expecting right yeah yeah and, and I, I just go i go uh hello and i can't remember what name she said she goes are you thomas she goes thomas and i go no i'm not thomas and she goes yeah you are and i and i'm i'm thinking well maybe i am <laughs> hey everybody welcome to it's just bodybuilding episode 109 i'm big ron parlo of course i got dusty Hanshaw and scott mcnally and we've got some instagram questions and we're gonna discuss what we discussed last week on it's just bodybuilding <laughs> Main topic, last week's show. <laughs> we keep that going for weeks. Main topic, two weeks ago show. We're going to do a one-hour roundup of last week's show. Yeah. Good stuff. Did you guys, did you guys happen to watch the uh, Speaking of Shows, the show over the weekend? I just saw how awesome Nathan looked. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Thought I like I liked that the guy with the small waist somehow made it four inches smaller. Yeah, he, he looked. He looked. His lats look really like super freakish from the front, like in his standing relaxed. Mm -hmm. He has those crazy, like how Akeem's lats are, you know. Yep. He's guys got that. I don't know. It's one of the things mm -hmm. I notice when he opens up in his front relaxed. Mm -hmm. The first thing that hit that I think is fuck. His lats are fucking out there. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it does. You know? I felt like his waist looked small somehow. He looked bigger. It's, yeah, he posted that video just when his core and hitting his shots, and I'm like, and I, also was, too, in my eyes, it was already done before it even started. I was like, well, this show's over. That's cool. Yeah. Also, too, and and this this isn't a knock at all on Nathan because it's like a credit to him, but he doesn't have the biggest quads, right. but he has a fuck ton of adductor. Yes, and it makes his legs look huge. He has huge legs. Yeah, like. Does Nathan Diash have big legs? Yes, they're really fucking big. And it's because he's his adductors are huge as well. Like, you know how some guys don't understand that they have to do that? Mm -hmm. You know? So, but Nathan has managed to like, yeah, from the front, like his front relax when he first steps into it, it's like, oh, Jesus. So <laughs> his waist. Yeah. He's got yeah. that. He's got, he has a very, like a longer torso. So, yep. you know, some people, there's, there's a thing, you know, it's like guys who have the low lats that attach at their waist, they tend to get more of the, like the bigger stomach look. Whereas the guys mm -hmm. with the high lats, they have that tiny, tiny waist. His, it's, um, I saw him posting something where like a Instagram thing where he just stands there. And when he flares his lats, it's ridiculous how small his torso looks. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a great look. It's it's Dennis Wolf, you know what I mean? With the high yeah. lats. Yeah, the, yeah. But they're but they're massive, you know, and all the front shots are bananas for sure. But uh I thought he was nuts. Ruley came up significantly. Again, he was much better, but uh in my opinion, not close to Nathan. And then um Samson came in third and he's a guy who I don't know how he's not getting more love on at least in the in the uh North America as far as people realizing how good he is. That that's well. That's what this show will help. 
We got second at the last one to Nathan, third in this one. It's like, you know, he's a shoe in to be in the one, two, or three spot in any of these smaller shows. You got to start watching him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's hard, man. He's real hard. I'm looking at his pictures right now. You know, he had like the really feathered quads when he's just moving around in his front shots. His quads are just lighting up like crazy. So I like that, you know, dry quads. Big fan. (laughs) <laughs> the rest of us hate that it's terrible no terrible. hey hey no, like no like in all seriousness you know there's things that you like as a bodybuilding fan yeah you know and and you know <clears throat> that's that's why i notice you know like i'm a huge fan of freaky calves right because i never had them so like i don't even know what they are yeah you know <laughs> what i mean and then also too, just a, a guy who's the, when the quads are really dry in the front shots and they're sliced right up into the hips that's mm-hmm. just something that like it's just mandatory like you have to some people worry about like their body fat percentage and they're pinching their skin everywhere it's like you know just how does it how do you how do you look <laughs> yeah like like you know you want to you have to push push those cuts up into the hips you know the conditioning has to be there in the quads it's always impressive that's why hottie to me mm. is just fuck i could have gave it to him yeah like, yeah no i agree you know that's what he has that is like such a crazy strong point is he has that and it's all over his body. <laughs> yeah. Minor, minor, minor addition. It's funny. He has that plus did, it's everywhere. <laughs> one, of, one of the pages, and I just happened to see an explorer, did a comparison of Rami hitting like the quad stomp picture next to Jay hitting it. And it, you just yeah. really, I mean, A, of course, Jay's is the best of all time, so it doesn't matter. The comparison doesn't matter. But it did drive home exactly what you're talking about, which was, that separation from kneecap to hip and then cross relations all the way up as well. Yeah. It was interesting to see how many fans pointed that out. Like, I mean, nobody thought it was close, but it was just like, come on. I mean, the separation is night and day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm always always like Jay's Jay's low body reminded me of, you know, natural bodybuilders that are smaller when they get sliced. It's just a different level of sliced. Yeah, than guys it's like that they've done never retained water ever in their life because they've never done anadrol. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like somehow that because it's true. Like a peeled natural bodybuilder is got more going on, even though he's smaller than most peeled, especially when they get real big, two fifty and up. Like, I, yeah. So I had uh, I had that show the same day as the Olympia. We didn't even talk about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Last week we should talk about your but, suit. By the way, that was sharp. Both suits, two days in a I, row. I, I like the, uh, the 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 one with the stripes, like checker kind of look. Well, it's I got fancy. the the one that was red and gray, like dark gray with oh, red, oh yeah, very yes. red pinstripes, and That's then the, and then I had the dark blue suit with the baby blue pinstripes the next day. Yeah. So yeah, I like those suits. They're fun. I never dress up once a year. So, but we did we did so it was Olympia weekend. So it was so crazy that we didn't even talk about it. But I had a really great weekend because. We uh, had the West Coast Iron Van City Showdown, hmm. open and natural show, back-to-back, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. Yep. And um, we, uh, we had Paul Lozon as head judge. Right. We flew him out. Paul Lozon, head judge of the show. He's, he's a great judge. He is very efficient and um, runs a good show and he was super easy to work with. I emceed the shows both days, all day, 
So we started at 9 a.m. and we finished at 7 p.m. both days. Long day. Both days, yeah. And plus we had to get there at like, you know, 7.30 or what did some of the people went at 6 to set up and stuff. And then I was there about 8 o'clock and we'd start at 9. And then, you know, by the time I got out of there both nights, it was, you know, you know way after 7. But they were both long days, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, plus I had five clients. So it was like a hell of a weekend. It was I hectic. Bet. So I'm like emceeing the show and then I'll step behind the curtain and like look at my WhatsApp. I'm like, eat a muffin. <laughs> and then like step back in front of the in front of the mic and be like, our next class up, you know? Um, so it was uh it was I had to be like very engaged. Like I felt like uh I felt like I was like you know when when stuff has to happen and you just click into that mode. Oh yeah. I, I felt like a machine. Yeah. Like I, I felt like I didn't need food. I, I, I ate, like I made myself eat. I'm like, fuck, I gotta eat a meal. But right. I, I just felt like a robot. Like I was like, I'm, this is done power through this. This is going to fucking smoke this. It was just, you had to have that attitude. I liked, it was fun. It's like Chris you know, Aceto mode. You just, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris never lights. eats. Chris never eats. I think you're <laughs> no. onto something there. You switched into part Chris Aceto mode. And just stay a half a calm, cup of go. coffee and go. Yeah, stay, stay calm. Don't sweat anything. You know. Don't comb your hair. Oh wait, that's too far. Okay. For three fucking so, days, sleeping your clothes. <laughs> I, I couldn't wear the same shirt. I couldn't wear the same uh, clothes two days in a row, though. I couldn't get away with that. <laughs> that used to be one of my favorite acetoisms. Like, you would uh, you'd send him yeah. pictures, and they look really good. And he'd go, "Keep everything the same." In fact. Wear whatever you wore yesterday. It to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you should train the same body part again. Um, Change yeah, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, talking about the show. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, so I got to mention this because he's a big watcher of the show, but my training partner, Braden, you know, B-Palm Tree on IG, he won the uh, overall, he, well, he won the novice. And or whatever the true novice, and then he won the open class, and then he won the open overall, and uh, in classic physique. So that was a huge win for us. It was a great group of guys. There was like fourteen guys in the class, and and it was really cool because the top four guys were all from West Coast Iron. So it was like victory. it was fun because it was like the, it was like the six o'clock club, you know, like all the guys <laughs> that train at six. Like it was it was great, you know. It was like so much fun. And um, so I was happy for him because, you know, that's his first show, right? So it's always fun to win your first show, you know? I wouldn't know. Win your first show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I had uh, um, uh, four other clients. They all did really, really well. And, um, and it, it, it just went uh, great overall. Pulled the show off. Watched the Olympia on my phone, you know? So it was like funny. You're, you're, I had my phone like set up streaming. Yeah, while you're you're looking down, yeah, it was it was funny. It was funny. I was on Instagram, and you know, some guys like stream stream it on their phone on Instagram. Yeah, so I had this one guy up the whole time for the the, the night show, and I had it on the podium. It was pretty funny. So yeah, man. So it was good. So I had a big week. So then this week was my birthday week. Oh yeah, happy That's birthday right. to you. And so I kind of got all this work done. That felt great, you know, to get like all this work done, you know, the show is done. 
Right. And, and then, um, and then, uh, you know, kind of a little bit relaxed mode with the birthday weekend. Nice. So what did we so, do for yeah. the birthday? Uh, Emily got us a fancy, she just yelled something. I didn't hear. Oh, anyways. Um, she, she got us a fancy hotel. She got us a fancy hotel room downtown and mm-hmm. it was a big loft suite. It was fucking awesome. And it was dog friendly. So we took the dog, of course. Nice. And we just, uh, pretended we were rich people and we like <laughs> hung out in this fucking awesome hotel and ordered all this food in and just spent stupid money and it was uh it was fun yeah yeah and you know i like this plan yeah yada yada as they say i, I don't i wouldn't even know what yada yada means i'm a child of the lord um <laughs> <laughs> the whole sign fell you're not supposed yada, to yada. laugh immediately jesus <laughs> You know, does yada yada mean sex? <laughs> yada yada mean sex. Wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. So I got to ask, Ron, while I'm just making up random subjects, uh, how's the real estate hunt going? Oh, so uh, I have begun searching neighborhoods around, kind of out east of where I live, because things get like progressively slightly cheaper as you go east. Right. So I've been looking at properties out east and kind of getting an idea of what stuff costs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of every suburb you go, things drop like 50K. Right. (laughs) You know, so, you you know, you're like, like, uh, how much drive time, you know, how far away can I, you know, handle it being, you know, is there going to be, you know, those things. But is that for for you? I thought you were going to be buying a rental or uh, or are you thinking about renting this? No, 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 no. I'm looking at, at getting a yeah a property to use as an Airbnb or something like that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Those are and then so like obviously certain areas are going to be more popular for Airbnbs, right? You know. Of like, course. Yeah. Sure. So you're, you're also looking at like, well, this is near a park. This is near a lake. This is near you know the highway. This you know whatever. Yeah. You know, just yeah, of course. So um, yeah. So the research has begun with all of that. So it's yeah. It's it's interesting. Shit's expensive, man. Yeah. yeah, especially in especially Vancouver. where you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm like especially where like it's funny when I'm looking at all the like Chris and I were talking about uh, real estate yesterday and just looking at prices. And then I literally was thinking to myself, as high as all these things are, I'm looking at it's not Vancouver. So we all good. <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, that's what's up with me, man. And what about you, Dusty? Dude, I got more of the same right now. It's so it's so chill and everything is uh pretty normal i did just do the same thing though just got pre-approved for a chunk of change just because i want to buy something i don't know what yet but i was like okay. ah, let's get some money here i mean obviously another some sort of a dwelling unit but huh. uh there's just so much out there right now I, I felt like you need to have your money in your hand when you walk in you know yeah exactly and, uh, yeah <clears throat> you know so it's yeah it's right right now is not a time to be like cool let me see what i can do like like they're like you yeah, know stuff the other stuff seven goes people stuff yeah. goes in days and yeah there's like bidding wars here for stuff oh yeah same it's and like, uh yeah it's funny but I, that's why i was laughing chris and i were talking yesterday and i was thinking about getting like an airbnb type thing in scottsdale just because it's so popular and um 500 grand is the mid like is now the average house price there average i'm like yeah 
So you have to have money to even get in the door. That's lovely. Like thinking back to when I lived there and was a kid and I bought my first house for 155K. Yeah. Now yeah. to get that house would probably be even where it was is like 400. Huh. My, my first, <laughs> my first townhouse cost 135. Yeah. And it was uh, 1700 square feet with a full basement. Oh, wow. And, That's awesome. Um, and uh, backyard, and it was an end unit. I only had one. It was unit. a perfect unit. And I had two parking spots directly in front of my kitchen window, and it was just the fucking best. And I bought that. I loved living there. It was fucking awesome. And I paid 135k for that, and I sold it for 285. Nice. About that's a win. <laughs> about, it was 10 years later, and right. now. Now that place is probably worth four hundred. Damn. Oh yeah. And that's in Edmonton. Huh. Yeah. That's what's wacky is it doesn't matter where things are. I had the same thing when I got approved for my first house. It was during the housing boom, and it was funny because they approved me for two sixty. And I'm like doing the math, and I'm like, I can't afford that. <laughs> like I'm I'm doing the math on paper. I was like, well, if I never eat, yeah. And I don't have a car and I don't drive anywhere and I don't have air conditioning. All right, we could make this work. <laughs> so I had to tell my agent, I was like, look, I did the math. I can afford like 160. So find me that house. I mean, it was blew your mind back then. And now it's tricky in the other direction because of the way I make my income. Um, I have to have a minimum, uh, even on some of these deals, of 20% down. So like, all right, we'll yeah. just bring 100 grand. Yeah. Um, and you're good to go. And I mean, wacky credit, the whole thing, but the way that the money comes in, they don't like, they're like, Oh, well, you never know. And I'm like, Oh, cause jobs are so secure these days. You're right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. been making the same money for seven years, but you're right. I might stop. Yeah. <laughs> All the way through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. So I need to get that rolling. That's my number one goal for me. Yeah. Yes. And that's cool. And also hunting for an indoor spot to ride my bike. That's another goal. Uh, Fuck. That's a great goal. You're, yeah, you better get tough. that hurrying up there, mister, because you're running low on time here. Oh, it's raining like crazy. Winter yeah, yeah. Winter is now. What about you, Scott? Oh, yeah. Are you still in Canada? Still in Canada. I'm leaving this week. I had are a you uh are you are you wanting to maybe claim asylum and stay i don't know man i like a lot of things about canada but i he i need this caffeine i do <laughs> do you see this ron are you aware that in canada you're being cheated yes i am and that's why we stock the american version do you really so for anybody who's watching that doesn't know it's advertised like this is a good thing it says 180 milligrams of caffeine Right on the can. Now we have what is it? Is, is it three hundred in the U.S. version? Yeah. Though I did get a good, uh, I did get a good message from uh, somebody responded on Instagram, and he said, "Add a legal tab of ephedra to it, drop it in the top, <laughs> and you're good. This is up, and you're, you're good. Because <laughs> you guys do have that. Oh yes, we do. Yes, they're like eight milligram tabs, right? Just three. Yep. Just three. Little yeah, little fifty. Little fifty pill bottles of eight milligram tabs. Huh. I should yeah, check I remember, that out. Uh, when, remember when I used to come up there? I used to buy the cases. Every time I'd come up, I'd buy a few cases of those and just take three before every workout. 
Yeah, dude, that, that'll do it. I'm telling you, <laughs> ephedrine is like a kick-ass pre-workout. There's, oh, it's the best. It is. I still I, use it. I'm talked into it. I'm sold. I'm going to go buy some today. Oh, you have I to. remember. Put it in your yeah, eyes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, hard. it's like when you go to Am- <laughs> It's like when you go to Amsterdam. <laughs> when you go to Amsterdam, you have to go to a hash bar. When you come to Canada, you have to go buy ephedrine. Yeah, yeah. It's one of our, you know, it's one of our sort of drug, um, you know. You know what my favorite drug you guys have is, though, and I didn't know about this until I came here. It's called butter tarts. It's called what? Butter tarts. Butter tarts. I never knew what a butter tart was. Dusty, you're looking at me funny. You don't know what a butter tart is. I don't either, know what do a butter tart is. No. Dude. Really? They're like crack they're pretty much. Yeah. What is it? What is how, how would you describe that? That pull it up on the screen, Scott. Okay, Jesus, let me see this. Dude, I'll, this is a delicious I could go in the other room and grab one. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I don't I need to see a pic. I'm a visual guy. Let's see. I, I don't on, even Scott. really lights on. You know what? I'm not even really sure. I, I think well, if I describe it, I probably won't make it sound too delicious, but it's just a little pastry, like a tart. And it's full of like, I think there's raisins in there. Yeah. Yeah. Raisins. And then like dates or something, but it's like, it's also got like, it's obviously brown sugar or something. And it's just loaded with sugar and butter. These you buy this from everywhere, everywhere. Mom makes fresh out of the oven and the house smells like heaven. Mark, Ron Ron just said your mom. I'm just leaving it at that. (laughs) We're cutting off everything else in this sentence, and I'm just saying that Ron said your mom. Your mom. Um, Yes, your mom. (laughs) Edit. As if my mother has made him whatever the fuck those are called. (laughs) That's classic. All right, well, now, you know what sucks about that is, Scott, I've come to see Ron how many times, and... You never had a I showed tart. him my Starbucks tricks. I show him all of my little gems. He doesn't share. And he knows I'm fat. He knows I'd eat that shit. Butter tarts. Well, and what's the other one? I, I always say the name wrong. I know it's a place that's on Vancouver Island. Oh, Nanaimo bars. N- Nanaimo. Na- I said that. Did I say that right? Nanaimo? Nanaimo bars. And Nanaimo bars. Those things are even better. Like that. Yeah. These are the best in the world. I don't, don't know even what know what dusty. that yellow stuff Pull is. Pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. S- Scott, you have a full-time job now of entertaining me. With <laughs> I'm like, don't the, tell the, me, show me. The thing about Nanaimo bars is my mom used to make them all the time. And they're so delicious that I never asked what was in them. Huh. It didn't, you didn't, didn't matter. Didn't, know. didn't care. There was, yeah, normally there was a lot I would of ask. love in those, sir. That's all that. Yeah. Oh, so Nanaimo bars. Yeah. These things are amazing. So it's like a brownie with this yellow custard icing and then chocolate. And they're just, for some reason, it's a flavor explosion. Yeah. And there's a little bit of coconut in it, I think. A little yeah. bit of coconut. Yeah. I was wondering if that was coconut or oatmeal. That makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like a little, yeah. Anyways. That looks like a gem. Great post workout. Yeah, they're good. They're great post workout. They're a very Christmas thing around my house. There would be like a tray in Nanaimo bars, you know, fresh nah. baked on Christmas Day, you know, and I'd eat half the fucking tray. Yeah. And then, yeah. You know, take a shot of insulin. And then fucking... <laughs> exactly. It's all about body. <laughs> go, I like how people think. Go watch there's, Die Hard. There's a way to make you know? anything become about body. I'm like, well, if I take insulin, it becomes worth it. Yeah. It's now, oh, it's yeah. now anabolic. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was definitely me. At like you know a big period of my twenties and thirties, I would have been like, ah, fuck, I might as well do shot insulin. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Don't let those carbs go to waste. 
I love that. It's like, well, if we're going to do this anyways. It's not like I'm just going to sit around. It's not like I'm not just sitting around eating for the entire night. You know? just so you it's guys actually know, taking stress off my body. To visualize this, Ron was sitting at the chair and he's eating it and he goes, wait a minute. I should take some insulin. So he opens up his fanny pack because it was on him <laughs> in a cooling device. <laughs> Immediately takes it out, tucked into his slightly oversized boat neck shirt. And there you go. That's pretty much the picture of like, yeah, the late 90s at Christmas. <laughs> I love it because I know exactly what I'm like. You know, what's funny is the, uh, the first guy I ever bought anything from he worked with the same supplement store as me. And I was like, man, I just, I think I'm ready and I want to try this. And he was like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. What do you think I should get? And he just unzips his fanny pack. He's like, well, I would probably go with these. And I'm like, why do you have that on you? That's funny. But yes, I'll take 10 of them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I where the Primo the only, came into play. <laughs> the only drugs I ever carried in my fanny pack would have been ephedrine and D-ball. I was going to say, D-Ball is a good fanny pack drug. Yeah, D-Ball is a classic <laughs> 90s fanny pack I'm drug. getting shirts made. Fanny yeah. pack drug. Yeah, yeah. You know you know those like memes where there's like four items? And right. it says, are you this Are you this old? And it'll be like, you know, a cassette tape and a mm -hmm. Rubik's Cube. And it's like four items from the early 80s. And it triggers yeah. all the people that are the correct age. Yeah, so for us, it's like a fanny pack. D-ball, bottle of insulin, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> got, some, got some baggies, baggy pants, good to go. Yes, yeah, baggy pants, boat neck shirt, yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. So well, I'm bringing the yeah. boat nets back just so you know. I'm going to start cutting my own with shirts just because I miss them, and I have big traps, so fuck this. I'm doing it. Yeah, do it. I'm embracing the fact that I'm old and not cool, so I don't care anymore. I'm like, fuck it. You know what I always <laughs> wanted to do? And was and never successfully did because I just I think I ruined a few shirts trying it. But I remember Dorian had this shirt. It was a tank top, tied. But it was it was made out of a shirt and it had knots tied like right on the oh, collarbone. Oh yeah, and I know the and, one. And, and the knots, yeah, it was like a red powerhouse gym one. He wears it in, but I think he wears it in like a black and white photo shoot. But mm -hmm. it um, the knots like sit right on the collarbone. Like I know right exactly. That's, I knew right, right when you said I said the knots. Yeah, I knew and which the traps one it was. just look fucking enormous. I was like, "Fuck!" I never did a tank top like that. I should have done it. I tried it a, co a couple times and just didn't get it right. You it's got to be perfect. So, I mean, yeah, it has to be a huge shirt to begin with because you're hacking the shit out of it, and you need it to sit right. Yeah, I've got you know Jordan. It's funny because he's doing the new drop and. uh so he sends me on purpose now leg day shirts. So I got he sends me five axes, which nice. are enormous and they're long, right. like right. literally past the pocket in my pants. I'm like, there right. we go. Uh, Turner Turner Riddle calls him pon he calls it poncho season. He's like, right. it's time to get big. It's poncho season. Just <laughs> yeah, I used to wear super <laughs> long. I had some super long shirts that almost went to my fucking knee on leg day. Yeah, they were like stupid huge. I used to wear those all the time when I was like super heavy, you know, just look like a giant wall. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> the look is like it's like when you have a sheet over a statue. It's just like draped over. Yeah, that's the look. You're yeah, going yeah. Over. you're getting ready to unveil the statue in six months. Yeah, that's yeah, all that is. 
but you know, for now it's disgusting, so it's covered. <laughs> yeah. But the traps exactly. still make it look like. But the traps, yeah. look awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Someday this will not be disgusting. You know, I just uh, I just sent you guys the uh, one of my ponchos. It's, I mean, it's flawless. Even with my arm over my head, it's it's past my. Uh, oh yes, that's that's a proper. Pockets. Look at the length of the arm, the sleeve. Yeah, sleeve past the elbow. I can wear elbow sleeves, and you don't see it's, them. It's uh, past the bulk of the brachioradialis muscle, which is important. Yeah, that's anabolic. That's anabolic right there. It's it's white too, so you have to be. If you're me, you're gonna wear that once and then destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only guarantee if I'm wearing a white shirt is at some point I'm going to need to be drinking a red drink or have red <laughs> pasta sauce. Or, right. It's like it never fails. I've never eaten pasta in a black shirt in my entire life. It doesn't. I, I don't. I don't buy white shirts. I just don't buy anything white. I don't buy just, clothes, guys. They're given to me. Remember? We have too much ketchup in my life. And you have that one <laughs> pair of pants. There's too much ketchup in my life. <laughs> It's just too big that. of a risk, you know, it's just too big of a risk. <laughs> so even light gray, like I even feel like I'm sort of like exposed to the elements with the light gray shirt. <laughs> like this could go know, bad. Like yeah, I'm starting I to click in moving through the world, you know, I'm trying to click in Ronisms like acetoisms. <laughs> <laughs> too much ketchup in my life. Save <laughs> exposed to the world. Save. <laughs> Well, I'm I just trying to share my this. feelings. I have a book everyone. one day called Acetoisms, and I'll cut yeah. him in on ten percent since he's the one that said them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as long so as did you guys get paid. some. <laughs> did you guys get some questions? I did get some. Nice. Um, I saw you put up a question thing. Yes, I so did. that was good. Yeah, the middle of the that night, my Harvey woke me up, and uh, I was like, "Oh shit, I haven't done that yet." While I'm up. Let me work. And then, of course, I was up for the rest of the night. So, shit. I want to prompt <laughs> I want to prompt people, too, guys watching the YouTube, uh, if you want to leave questions, we may be able to get to them. So we've had a few people once in a while randomly, but I'm, I'm going to put it out there that, uh, you know, next time, if you guys have some questions that are commented in the feed, that we'll uh, we'll try to tackle I think them. We should, we should prioritize feed comments. I yeah. Think. Okay. Because that's that's for true viewers. So if you comment in the feed, I think we definitely, you know, as long as it's not a shit question. But if you put a good question, we get to it. And also, questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say your thing. I'm going to say your thing, Ron, is that like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. There you ring go. The yeah. We I put, did that on another podcast yesterday. They they said everything except for the ring the bell. I'm like, you're oh, kidding. Still be my thing. So I came over top and immediately rang the bell. <laughs> I was like, they know that that's the only thing I know how to do. This is great. I thought they left it out on purpose. I was like, I got you. That's amazing. Right, right. They're seeing if you're paying attention. Right? Is he listening? He is. Well done, sir. That's funny. <clears throat> oh, my God. Okay. Okay, you start. Okay, perfect. Easy. Oh, dude, some of the questions I've gotten this time are just terrible. I had a guy said, uh, he goes, what? What's the best site to buy gear from? You can DM me if you'd like. like <laughs> well, thank you for your permission to DM you on illegal drugs. Here. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, I'd rather just put it out right here so we can get to jail faster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good question. 
Who's the real giant killer of all time? Lee Priest, Columbo, Padilla, or Sean Clarita? Oof. That's a great question. That's a fucking great question. Padilla okay, was the original, we, right? Yeah, Padilla was the original. Who? I mean, who did they actually beat? So, Lee Priest beat Paul Dillard. I'm just trying to think, like, who's the biggest Marcus guy? Marcus Rule. Lee he Priest beat, beat Marcus, Marcus Rule. Rule. Huh. He, beat, he beat Gunter. Yep. He beat Ronnie. I was going to say, yeah. He, yeah. I was going to say, if you go back far enough. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you got to look at who did they beat. Because you got that image. He, is there anybody gotta, he didn't I, beat at some point? Like, I mean. Well, maybe, that's the thing. I'm, he beat Cormier. I don't, I don't think he ever beat. I don't think he ever beat Flex Wheeler or Dorian. Lavroni. Did he ever beat Lavrone? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he ever did Maybe that. Maybe they, yeah, I don't think he did. Because, um, you know, when you think of the giant killer, I mean, you think of, you know, that biblical image of like, you know, the guy with the fucking slingshot fighting the giant fucking monster or whatever, yes. you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, who did they beat? That's what it means. It's That's not like, obviously, obviously, Clarita is like the, you know, He's like, you know, he won the two twelve Olympian. That's fucking awesome. Um, and but he uh, never, but I, he never had to face the giants, the, the big right. Big like yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just thinking like literal size difference. Yeah. Um, you like know, Dave Henry called himself, I think, a giant killer, but he That's was too. a smaller guy. You know, smaller size, height, right, going right. against the open guys before he went to two o two or two ten or whatever it was. Yeah. So I think Lee Priest like. Being plus, you know, Lee Priest is five four, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So he's not quite as short as Clarita, but he beat like you know open. He placed in the top six at the Open Olympia back in the in the you know peak of the nineties and all that stuff, and beat all those guys. So I don't know. Like maybe I'm just forgetting someone getting beat, or you know, I don't know. I think it's a valid point. You know, the only if you think of it that way, for sure. The only thing about, that I always loved about Lee is you never really knew which Lee was going to show up. <laughs> like if he gave a fuck or not. Yeah, if he, if he actually, like, remember the year that he did the Olympia, it was like he must have decided he didn't want to do it. He showed up with long hair and was like off season. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I, because I think he literally, I think he even said, like, I signed a contract, so I had to do it. So I Damn. Just finished. Like, yeah, he like, didn't and he was, it, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he was so bad that he was better than I'll ever be. Um, but <laughs> nonetheless, yeah. it's funny you say himself. that it's funny you say that you don't know who's going to show up because I said the exact same thing about Lee when he was podcasting with us. We had Jeff Roberts as friends with him. And so Jeff was like, hey, can I do a show with Lee on the network? And I was like, sure. And I just sat in the back recording it like I have with you guys. And sometimes Lee would get on and he'd be like all about bodybuilding and he'd want to jump right into it. And other times he'd be like. So I'm looking at the news today, and it appears that there's 30 more COVID cases here. And it's like, you never knew. It, it could be anything, anything. You never knew what you are going to get with him. That's, That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know Lee. He was a guest poser at my very first show. No kidding. 97. Yeah, 97. That would have been a crazy year. He looked nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember... In his hoodie, he just looked like fucking so small. No kidding. Took right. his hoodie. Yeah, and they, he looked thick, 
but yeah. just tiny, you know? And then when he took his hoodie off, he had a Superman t-shirt on because he was like really like doing the Superman thing at the time. Yeah. And uh, and the arms, oh man. And you know, like I was only 21, so I was like, holy fuck. They were yeah. just mental. And I remember thinking that I could not believe the difference between the size of his wrist and the size of his forearm. Oh, I remember yeah. thinking that that was like one of the craziest things about his entire body in person. Right. So, you know. It's true. That's very true. He, I think he has, if you think about an overall arm, top five arms of all time. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, no question. It'd be crazy not to put him in there. You know, especially because like you said, if you're talking about a full arm, that's, that's risk to shoulder. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's everything. So, so the question isn't who's the best bodybuilder of those guys. It's who's the giant killer, you know? I think you might be. I like, I like your mindset. I think you're right on the answer then, too. Yeah. I don't know. Is there another way to look at it? Not now that you've done that. You've ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I can see it, too. I can yeah. only see it one way now. You've, you've completely altered my mindset. Okay. Okay. I, so, I, got, I got another one. I'm, I'm hitting you with more. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, your that's turn. fine with me. That's fine with me. <laughs> Who would you guys like to work out with and you haven't yet? Hmm. It, it doesn't even specify bodybuilding. So, I mean, it could be. Anything. Right. Huh. I'd say Dusty, but I can't do those rows. It's not. It's not. It's not happening. <laughs> hey, you can do Ron chest supported. Ron said he couldn't do those shit rows either, and then he blasted out two styles back to back. Nice. <laughs> I was at Dino's shit, though. That's, that's that's unfair. I was at Dino's. That you have to. That was, you have that to was fact so classic. Though Ron Dino's. goes. Ron goes. I've never done these rows. I'm like, well, you're gonna like them. And the next thing you know, he's rowing like 365 or something like that. <laughs> I was like, you seem to be doing just fine. Yeah, I did all right. I did all right. Um, sometimes I can just, you know, pull it together if there's someone filming, right? Yeah. You know, there was, there was someone filming and 100 people watching. So you really had no choice. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, who would I like to train with that I haven't trained with? You've trained um, with a lot of people too. Yeah, I've trained with a lot of people. You know? In fact, like sometimes I forget that I've trained with certain people. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I fucking worked out with that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like hey, funny. I, I trained with Dorian. I mean, that's Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just, funny. That's a story for the ages. So I'm I'm kind of yeah. sad in that department. All right, Ron, come on, we gotta come up with someone. It's, it's big. Um you know, I'd like to have a workout with Lila Brada. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's good a good choice. one. He was the first pro I ever saw. First pro I ever met. And uh, it would be like coming full circle. That'd be like cool. This. Yeah. I remember watching him do preacher curls. I remember I remember him doing preacher curls with a 65-pound barbell. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he grabbed it off the rack, I was like, 65? Yeah. And then he did like a set, like he, he had already been training, but I just showed up and then right. he did like a set and then he took his sweatshirt off and he had a tank top on. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And he grabbed a 65 again and did another set. And I was like, like just completely brain was just fried. He was, <laughs> uh, he was six weeks out from the Olympia when he came to guest pose. I remember that. Oh, shit. 
back when they used to work for their money. <laughs> they didn't have social work. media and had to, yeah. had to travel all the way through prep to make money. They had to guest pose all the way up to six weeks out. Well, that's probably some of your best time to make money. You're in shape. They know they're going to see a, a great version for you, especially if you're a smaller guy. Like, I think when you're a monster, you could show up heavy and you're still 320 pounds. Like... That's Plus, a big it was, dude. <laughs> it was the way the way things used to work. The shows were were scheduled differently, and mm. it was like they were scheduled in in like clusters. So the guys would be like getting ready for the early shows, and there'd be all these shows in the spring. So oh, if you're yeah. going to guest pose, those are the only shows that are going on. And then there's none in the summer. There never like there used to be no shows in the summer, right. you know. And then another cluster in the fall, and and that's when everyone's getting ready for the O. And then right after so, you, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so they'd like guest pose like right around the big shows, which was like crazy because people don't want to do that, right? And no one wanted to do it, but they used to do a lot more of it. Yeah. There's a few yeah. things with the scheduling that I missed. Though. I also miss at the pro level, the European tour after the Olympia. I used to love knowing oh, that yeah. these guys have four more shows to do after the Olympia okay. and they would Sometimes, all just travel. Wasn't there a few? Wasn't there a period where they were doing like ten shows in three weeks, and they and they would just do they would they would just do a one show format. So the show would start at seven p.m. on a Tuesday night, yeah. and it would be in like Prague, and they would start at seven p.m. and they judge the show. They'd be done by nine. You know, there's only ten guys, right? Yeah. And then they'd all get on the bus and go to the hotel and sleep. The next day, get on the bus and drive all the way to fucking. The next country and and uh check into their hotel and go have a quick workout and then go to the show that night i know that um yeah it was fucked up when after sean was like top three he chris and uh eduardo did like six weeks on the road after the olympia they all went yeah and he told me that by the end of it plus these guys are dieting and they're peeled He's like, I remember almost having to like push Eduardo through the airport. (laughs) Like just, he was done just, just surviving. It was like, he goes, it was like pushing him through a set. Like, dude, we got like a hundred more yards and we're at the gate. So you just gotta keep going. (laughs) You know, I mean, six weeks on the road, post Olympia, you've been peeled for 10, you know, and then everything, another thing people, I remember they used to complain like, oh, the guys like start to lose their, their conditioning. I'm like, well, they didn't bring six weeks worth of food with them. They're yeah. eating well, out. Plus like, they're black, doing the best back, they can. Back in the 80s and yeah, the late 80s and, and early 90s when the Grand Prix was big and they were doing like all those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons they stopped doing it is because Momo died, right? Mm, Momo Benaziza yeah. died. And that was one of the reasons why they started like, reeling back on that tour and having less dates but but the the thing with those uh those things is they i mean there was no meal prep companies there was no one no you couldn't walk into restaurants as easily and order like have a grilled chicken breast and some steamed rice people do nothing on it yeah yeah Yeah, it was just it was different right plus they're like in europe which is another probably at the time 10 years behind whatever is available in california you know like remember that remember the decade where you could get like sugar free stuff in the states and it wasn't really anywhere else. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You know, there was stuff like that even even on on normal shit. I remember when I somehow 
I got credited for getting Pop-Tarts popular when I was first working with Chris. And guys that owned like shops over there were like, how do you get these flavors of Pop-Tarts? And I'm like, grocery store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they just don't have them. <laughs> they don't like send them to my house or anything. I just go to the store. There's 9,000 flavors. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know. That's classic. So, okay. well, my answer quickly is uh, Sean Clarita because he's a freak. And I would just love to train with him. I love his mindset in the gym. So we'll make that happen one of these days now that things are back to normal. That'd be cool to see too, because he's strong. Yeah. You guys would, you guys would get oh, on well. Oh, strong. Bet. Yeah, that would be yeah, great. I, I don't see, like, um, I don't like when you start doing like comparisons of strength to weight, because then I have to admit that uh, like Corinne is stronger than me by yeah. a million miles, <laughs> and <laughs> and Sean Corita yeah. is stronger than me by a million miles. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. See, the funny thing is, Dusty, I I think that. I would would pick someone else if it was 10 years ago because I'd want to go like you know see if I could keep up whereas right. now I'm like no I don't I'm I'm I train with Clarita but I'm mm -hmm. not going to like beg him to like keep up you know can you slow down can we take 10 plates right. off yeah yeah <laughs> well well let's re let's recall for for those who don't know after Ron tore his quad uh the first real leg workout he had he just opted to jump on a quick leg day with uh you know no no one's strong just james hollingshead yeah <laughs> well yeah yeah well, okay <laughs> like i remember when you were like we trade legs and i'm like you did what yeah, it was good it was good <laughs> and he blasted so i mean i've seen the video it was great but i'm thinking talk about a way to crush the the, the demons that are in your head as far as what you can do because Ron's not going to be like, like you said, he's not going to be like, well, we should take a bunch of plates off. He's like, all right, well, guess we're about to fuck around and find out, huh? What was that? A pivotal, a pivotal moment. It's, it's funny, yes, though, because, no. you know, I do deal with that with clients all the time. If they're coming off an injury or something, they're like, or Q&A even, how do you get over that? I'm like, you do it. And you find yeah, out. You just have to do it. Stop, stop <laughs> like, thinking, yeah. No one's going to pretend that, it, that, that you're sure it's going to go well. You just fucking go, well, here we go. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend yeah. doing it in foreign countries like Ron did. But <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I know. What about you, Scott? Al, I don't want to bring everybody down. I would have said John because I have looked up to the, the mountain dog training for so oh, long. Yeah. And I had chances is the thing. Like I had chances to train with him, but he's one of those people where like I looked up to him so much that I, I just like, I was like, Oh no, 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 no. You know, I, I felt like, I don't know. I just felt like, like, no, 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 you do your thing. You've got other people that are more important than me to train with. So I'll just stay out of the way and maybe like watch you do a couple sets, you know? <laughs> so I, I can't say I regret it, but I, I kind of do now. I would right, like to right. train with James. Yep. We used to, you know, he, before he was who he is now, he had uh, the Size Game podcast with Banji yeah. to Manji. I, I, I was on their show. You you were on there. Okay. And Luke. Mm -hmm. And those guys were like, to me, they were like the UK version of Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. They were like our, yeah. like our, our brother channel type thing. And um, there were times when I recorded with James that... Just the feeling I got from him, like I knew that we'd vibe really good and I couldn't keep up with him, you know, weight wise, but yeah. I would still love to get in the gym with him. That would be fun. And I have had yeah, a chance right. to train with Ron now, but Dusty, I would, 
I'd love to train with you if we ever got the chance, man. That would be that would be cool. I'll set That's up a an easy to bar. make happen situation. <laughs> I'll set up a, another bar next to you so you don't have to peel the weights back on the barbell row. But <laughs> I was no, saying no, that no. the other day when I was doing deads, I said, "Hey, I want to I want to factor in the fact because the gym was full." Um, so Nikki was doing her deadlifts. I'm like, I got to take these weights on and off. So I want to factor that into the fact if I'm weaker today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went from 405 to 275 twice now and five, 495 to 275. I'm, I got to count for something. Right, right, right. <laughs> they don't right. have a jack at this gym, by the way, which is the greatest uh, invention ever. If you like deadlifting, I love just <laughs> yeah. yeah, quick, easy. I'm using five pound plates underneath the edge and lifting it up to uh, nightmare. nightmare. You know, I will tell you guys this, that Ron, when we trained shoulders, I realized that because shoulders used to be something that I really focused on a lot because they were really good. And so I focused on them because I liked training them because they were good, because they were strong. And over the years, I stopped focusing on them as much. When we trained shoulders, I realized that I needed to put more focus in them. And dude, my shoulders were smoked after that workout. Like we didn't go super crazy with it, but they were smoked after that workout. Yeah, it's just quality sets. Yeah. It's that's yeah, I know what you mean. It was a good workout. I think I was even like kind of like sore. Like I thought I, I was sore I was at my best, but know what I mean? Like I think something was wrong with me going into oh. the workout. Like I was being like slightly careful. <laughs> Not yeah. sore. I was broken. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think I kind of, I had a niggle, you know, like I had like my shoulder was like geek, geek, geek or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know? So, um, it, uh, it, uh, it, it, it turned out well, but I know how to train kind of like always kind of hurt. Yeah. So well, you did it for a decade. So that makes sense. It's a skill. It's a skill. All right. Let's, let's get to another important question here. Best spot to meet women these days. I love these questions. They're my favorite. Oh, well, I mean, I only go to places, you know, the gym and Safeway. <laughs> so, uh, well, there's one more place that you've left out our, our date place. Uh, hello. Oh, yes. Uh, Earl's, of course. <laughs> um, I don't know, isn't it? Isn't is, isn't hasn't online just sort of taken over? I don't is even know the answer. That's why, that's why I brought it up. Like, I don't know. I just know. Bad decisions follow me. So I've never really. <laughs> I like well, I imagine a lot. <laughs> I imagine a lot of I imagine online, you know, the accessibility and the options that it gives you can be a source of a lot of bad decisions. Easy. But you can't discount that there's probably, you know, just sheer numbers. There's probably some some really, you know, great matchups occurring as well. Oh, there's a, it's a volume game, but I mean, it's like that. Listen, I'm a Taurus. So just like any bull, I like to run head first into red flags, but, uh, you know, right. I just, <laughs> yeah, I read, read the question and I thought the same thing. Like to me, I was like, well, I only go to like three places and that's been that way for my entire, it, I'd need to bump into someone like in the hallway, leaving my condo. That was like the only way it was going to happen in real life. Right. Because at the gym, I don't even see people. (laughs) It's funny, but like, so yesterday a friend of ours went, uh, went on a hike with a girl from the gym and Nikki's like, oh, that girl from the gym. And I'm like, which one? She shows me a picture. I'm like, I've never seen her before. She's like, she's there every day when we're there. And the girl has like a great body. And I'm like, 
That was the right answer. That was the right answer. Yeah. Well, I'm no, I'm not not against it all. Just pointing out. Took a walk. I'm like, she's hot. But yeah, in the gym, I'm completely blind. I'm like in my own little land. I was like, oh. So today I saw her. I was like, oh, there she is. Son of a bitch. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I do not know where to meet women, sir, other than the internet. So maybe message them instead of me. Yeah. (laughs) Or or you could go to like you know, some crazy underground sex party. That might be a good place. That's a great place. I don't know. It's probably some there. Never heard of it, but. (laughs) True Nutrition has supported our programming now for a number of years, and I'm super grateful for it because they believe in us and I believe in them. I'm sure you guys have heard of Dante Trudell. We talk about him on the shows. Uh, He had a vision of offering high-quality, third-party tested supplements at a fair price. They have a ton of different protein powders, just about every type you could think of, literally thousands of flavor combinations. Hit me up if you're interested in suggestions. They offer health supplements. I use their collagen and their fish oil. And of course, they offer performance supplements. You can get bulk EAA powder or beta alanine. You can also get finished products like the Mountain Dog Perry MD Intra Workout. If you shop with True Nutrition and you use our code THINK, you'll get some additional savings, you'll get high-quality supplements, and you will support our programming. You can also help to support the shows through Patreon. I appreciate everybody who's made a contribution. You guys are helping to keep me pumping these podcasts out. I have links to everything in the description. Check them out. Let me know what you think, and let's get back to the program. There we go. Do you have okay. Do you have anything loaded, or do you want more? I got. I, no, I got good, one. Good question. I got one go. of these. I got. I got one of these hypotheticals. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, Dusty. We never know if the whole show's going okay. anywhere. So go ahead. Okay. Okay. You have to go to the Olympic Games, summer and winter. So you have to pick both. As an undercover informant, as an athlete, but you have to pick an event that you think you could do well enough in at least for a couple days that your cover wouldn't be blown right away. <laughs> Weightlifting excluded. Ooh, God. Ooh, this is fantastic. Like you have right. to at least go to like all the practices and like warm, you know, they're all like, you know, feeling out the, the equipment right. for a few days and you know everyone's acclimating for a week. You know, you have to be able to fit in for at least that first week. Winter games, winter games. And I'm curling. Oh, there you sure. go. Dude, that's a good answer. Because because we used to do, so we used to do that at the gym because you know you get the long. So we're gonna throw a pet peeve right in this mix. I do not understand why someone needs to grab the twenties that are on the far right side of the rack and then walk to the far left incline <laughs> to use them that are right in front of the two hundreds that I want to use. Right. So we used to pull them off and I would roll it with my foot. But it was like curling because the idea was I wanted to get it perfect. I didn't want Matt yes. to have to slow it down. No, and sometimes I'd, an I'd push it too it's hard. And I'm like, brush, brush. Sweep, sweep. Oh, yeah. We used to yeah, yell so, that. We're rolling, rolling the big dumbbells down the, the See? So that's a yeah, thing. I'm partially oh, yeah. Canadian now. So yes, no, There's some pride was... you take in the perfect placement of a rolled dumbbell. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done that before. I, it'll get there and I'll look. I'm like, did everybody see and that? Then, and then just like curling, the art is you want the first dumbbell to stop in the center of the bench. And then the second dumbbell will Bumps hit it. it and move it over slightly. Oh. And now they're both placed. Yeah. It's, it's like lined right up. To, just like curling. 
It's got to be perfect. It does. So, okay. So, I'm a curling in the winter games. That was a good one. Summer games is fucking tough, man. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, I've, I've had a bad experience doing gymnastics with Ron, so we're not doing that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's like, did you just go there? <laughs> you did. Oh, shit. He did. He did go there. Oh, man. Dude, I can't even. Like, dude, I'm so unathletic. This is a frightening question. I'm, I'm trying like, to think of the least. Like, I, I would, I would like to pretend that I could like throw the big discus throwing discus thing. Yeah. But I'm gonna dislocate a shoulder or fall over. Oh yeah. Spinning in circles. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'd have to do put. that one drunk to have a chance on the shot put. So, so here's what was in. What the do you guys Tokyo. got? I'm looking. Fuck. Okay, good. We got choices. I needed choices. I appreciate that. Yeah. Is there a roller mm. derby option? <laughs> I'm looking for something that you ride or drive. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah. Like the bobsled team. You just sit there, right? You just so, hold the yeah, fuck well, on. That's, that's that's my winter that's my winter pick is uh is 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 like one of the middle guys in the bobsled. Because I don't Cause know you if you're run the either. back guy. If you're the back guy, you gotta be the most powerful. Uh, you're the last one in, right? You don't wanna be that. Yeah. That that requires a lot of ability. The the yeah. front guy's gotta actually steer. He's gotta know what he's doing. I think the middle two, they might be able to get away with being high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so classic. <laughs> right? You know, did they get drug tested? Does no one really care? <laughs> see, Ron, see, Ron, is it like is it like is it like when you drug test the punter? It's like, oh yeah, but you're the middle guy. That re- that right. reminds me of uh, of uh, with the, the the Olympics this summer when the U.S. took like third in skateboarding. One of the other pros commented, like, "Well, that's what happens when you drug test skateboarding." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not, can't go. <laughs> right. So I see. You know what? Shooting. I'm not a bad shot. Oh, there you go. Well, that's definitely what Scott's shot. doing. Yeah, I'm no, taking that up for sure. I didn't even I know that was done, a thing. You know, that sort of thing. Shooting, yeah. I'm sure there's a shooting event I could bluff my way through on day one, you know? Have you rounds. Have you been doing your research, thinking about have you shot, tried anything out, uh, speaking of? No, no I haven't. Yeah. I've just right. been so busy. I've just been so busy flat out. I you think uh, stop worrying about things that matter, Ron, and start thinking about things that are fun. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> so there you go. Shooting, shooting would be shooting would That's be a good one. choice. All right, good. Yeah, not, not bad, not bad. Okay, that was a good question. Any, think of any more? I think we. I mean, I'm so bad. I think it's would be best option as well. I like where your head was at. Like, how can I disappear in the midst of things? Because I feel like summer is very athletic for me. There's just not a shot in hell. Because I figure how it is is most sports there's there's a technical skill and then there's like balls, right? Right. So if you're gonna bluff your way through something, you won't be able to pick something that has really high technical skill. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I'm arrogant as fuck, so I could probably for most part you can't. But (laughs) but you might be able to balls your way through a few days. You know what I mean? And I don't know how that bobsled thing works, but Ron's a bigger dude. And I feel like if you've got gravity, 
if that's part of the you might do really good yeah. you know get the big guy in the bobsled and just well boom down the hill usually the biggest guy is the the, the guy at the the last guy to push oh, like the okay. last guy who's in so but yeah the last one what they normally do i think but, yeah, but you would tell me you had to be a middle because you would pull the hamstring so yeah yeah that's why that. yeah, obviously yeah nearing the end yeah. of my career yes <laughs> I've been using that for a decade now. I'd be better, but I'm nearing the end of my career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, do you have a YouTube question, Scott? You know what? I didn't gather any up that Fucking were he's good. He's in Canada and he's not. That were good. But you know what I think I do have here is, if I can find it, I think I actually had a shout out to one of the people who listens to our show. That you guys know. Let me see. Where'd that go? Oh, Love you, mom. Oh, no, not her. No, someone else. Someone else. <laughs> um, Martina Yabakova. She looked freaking awesome oh. this uh, yeah. this past week at the Kentucky Pro. Got third place and uh, came in absolutely freaking peeled. I really like her shape. I've yeah, always loved her. She knows that. She's been to my gym many times. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because she's right by you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's really cool. She's an incredible athlete. Yeah, she is. She's a listener of our programs, too. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. It's funny. It's funny. (laughs) Yeah, no, she's fantastic. She's done how many O's now? Hasn't she done a bunch? At least. Yeah, three or four. She didn't do this year. I think that she had a – it might have been a knee injury – that she was kind of coming back from. So I right. guess she didn't qualify this year, but she had, I, I think it was like five consecutive. Yeah. Damn. Well, plus she slayed, yeah. uh, she slayed the dragon this year because she had a, a stint where she had one or two shows that she didn't come in as good as usual. Okay. I can't remember what the, the, the holdup was. I mean, it's shit, life happens kind of thing. But then she's had the last couple that were just like, that might be as good as I've ever seen her. And it's like, yeah. I love seeing that, you know, I find it always more impressive when people, and we've all been there, but it's it's hard to come back after a miss, especially if you've missed, more. I, I missed two in a row, and it's like, you start questioning if it's still there. Mm, you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, she looks bananas here. Like, yeah, awesome. Awesome look. Okay, I got another one for us then. Okay. Got about 18000 saved up. What should I invest in? I I just have my money sitting there to help me out. I'm just having that money sitting there. Help me out. There we go. There was no punctuation. I read it as written. <laughs> well, hey, uh, first of all, where does where does he live? Because you know, if he's in like, yeah, because you know, I'm hold just up, thinking, I could probably, I might be able to get this answer. Eighteen eighteen thousand dollars in Vancouver doesn't go very far, but eighteen thousand dollars in, you know, like a smaller city in certain states might go a lot further. You can buy like five houses in Detroit. Yeah, never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> buy like five houses in Detroit, right? <laughs> hey, you I'm know just what's thinking. funny is, I usually would say with eighteen thousand, is there something that you're passionate about? Like, I mean, shit, I don't know, woodworking or something that you can turn into more money. Smaller amounts of money, I like to bet on myself. Huh. What can you do? Like back in the day, um, it's crazy how the world has, has started. But for example. The supplement company that I bought, the the store, I should say, not the supplement company, the supplement stores I bought, um, I paid 500000 for, and the guy who started them started the business on five a $5,000 bonus. At the time, now granted, it's not this world, 
But back then, he got a $5,000 bonus and he ordered a bunch of supplements and went to the flea market and started selling supplements at a table. No kidding. And then next thing you know, he got enough. He, he Then we sold him, he bought more. And then he literally rented half of a uh, of a um, spot that someone already had, like a painter had in a shopping center. They literally had a sheet between each side and he did supplements out of there. And then he got his first store by himself. So it's like, obviously you can't do that exact model anymore, but it does show people. I think a lot of people think, well, to get started, I need a billion dollars. Hmm. And it's like, no, if you have an idea, sometimes that 18 grand or that five grand is enough to get it going. You know, so yeah. I'm a pretty big proponent of going in on something that you're really passionate about because people don't realize that if you're really obsessed with, I don't know, something that doesn't exist anymore, like Pokemon cards, there are other people that are really obsessed with them and there's probably a way to make some money. So that that's how I look at like smaller amounts of money because, you know, depending on where you're at, 18 grand won't even get you enough money to, to buy, to get a loan if you have great credit. You know, depending. Right. So, right. I like what you said about with smaller amounts of money, you like to bet on yourself. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, you can, if, you know, if you do the work, you can turn it into a lot more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's a good one. You know, um, I would, I would probably recommend the same thing. Find, pick something you love and invest that money into what you really, really love doing because, I think that's one of the only ways you can give yourself a chance of doing what you love for a living. Hmm. If you mm-hmm. don't, if you don't at least invest money in what you love, then the, you'll never get a chance to do it for any sort of income. Like with Scott, like you went and bought all that computer shit. Yeah. You know, like it, you started, you accumulated it and you were buying computer stuff before it was making any money. Oh, it, dude, it's still right? not making any money. What are you talking about? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? Though, like, you, you know, you were just buying it. You're like, I love to do this. I'm just going to go for it. And yeah. And I need a better computer and I need a better microphone and let's get some editing hard, you know, whatever. Absolutely. And, and, and you have to, and then you can turn it into something, you know? So yeah, that would be. That would be the thing. That would be what I would I would suggest too. Um, yeah. Well, plus you want to look Good at question. you <clears throat> something I think that people should think of, uh, and actually Scott, with what you're doing is a, is a prime example, and I, and I did it in the past a long time ago as well. Is I think a lot of people assume that they should be chasing money, hmm. um, and I have found in my own experience, and Scott, I'm sure even with you, like with what you're doing with the podcast. You could go do something else with your time and make more money. Sure. But you wouldn't be happier. You'd be, you'd, you know, you'd be less happy making more money. And so I think that that's something that you can't really replace. Maybe you take, maybe you're making 80 grand a year at a job and you get this 18 grand and you invest in whatever the fuck it is you're interested in and you find yourself making 60 and you can quit your job because it's enough and be happy. Like I, I really do think a lot of people think they're money motivated and they're not. Like when you really get down to it, everyone thinks they are, but I can promise you as someone who's been there a long, long time ago, I did, I made a lot of money at a very young age doing something I hated and quit to go be broke doing something I loved. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's definitely something to think about because I know oftentimes when we look at money, it's always about, well, how do we make it into more money? And sometimes it should be about, well, how do I make it into more quality of life? Hmm. You I know? like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good one. Um, my turn? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> this, this guy had two questions. One's a technical bodybuilding question and one's uh One's pretty funny, actually. I know we've touched on it before, but I can't remember. What's the most unusual, awkward, or strange interaction you've had with a fan at an expo or meet and greet? Well, I have an easy one on top of my head. Do you want me to go now? I want to hear this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I got one right now. And also, uh, and, I'm and sorry. A, a lot of, <laughs> a, a lot, yeah. Start with that. A lot of you young guys don't know about this, but. Uh, so the first USAs I ever did, I, I got there early, shocking, it's me, uh, for weigh-ins. And you're, we're all kind of like sitting there. And this creeper guy kind of wanders his way over. And he's like just, just kind of talking to – you could see he's going to guys who've never been there before. He's like, hey, man, you look you look good. You look good. And I, can, I see your, can I see your tricep? And, you know, the kid not knowing, he's – hitting his tricep and it's like man it's impressive and then how, how are the legs you guys are good can i see him he's like sure and he stands up to like start to take his pants down and i'm like oh do you <laughs> know what's happening right now you said this do you understand what's happening the kids are like well, what do you mean i'm like he is a schmo and he wants you to take your pants off for him in the middle of this fucking hotel and the guy like looked at me panicked because he knew. And this kid was like, oh, my God. He didn't. He's just like probably some small town USA. He just thinks it's a bodybuilding guy that wants to see. I was like, oh, I, I felt like I saved this kid's life. Like, welcome to the national You don't even level. know what's about to happen. I'm like, welcome to this level of the game, sir. Yeah, all right. I love them. They pay my bills. There's nothing wrong with them. But at least know what you're getting into. You were, this is your funny. first step into gay for pay. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. This will be the moment. <laughs> yeah the next step things get creepy anyways <laughs> oh that's funny i i don't remember hearing that story dusty i don't know that i've ever broke it out before there's there's so many little ones that come into mind that like we all know yeah, like i've never understood good. scott i don't know how many times at expos you've noticed but i know ron knows why are some people's hands so wet when they shake your hand oh. i'm like why did you hand me a soggy hand what is going <laughs> on in your life like, yeah, it's frightening. I figured I you guys it, would just do the, the bump, the fist bump. Well, I mean, hey, COVID <sighs> changed things. Maybe yeah. it's fist bump world now. You know, like I yeah. don't know. I'm fine with not going back to shaking a thousand hands a day. I, I, I don't. I don't mind shaking hands with people at all. Like you know, like yeah, but the, it's the sheer numbers. Right? Remember how much freaking uh, like the Dusty said, we used to go through. <laughs> Yeah, we hey, used to yeah. have our own. All of us had our own liquid yeah. cleansers. Yeah, yeah, we'd have a little when bottle. Soggy of, hand would hit you. Know. You would immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, some people uh, fucking stink. Mm. Oh God, yes. And uh, it's it blows my mind that they don't know that they like. It's just weird, like. Sometimes someone will come up and I'm just I can't even believe that they don't realize how bad they smell. And it's just once in a while. I mean, but if you do a thousand people, you're bound to have like a couple people that are just oblivious. 
So that's always really weird. I find that stuff more awkward because they're nice and you're yeah. trying to be nice, but they just, I don't know. I don't know what to say to people like, fuck dude, you fucking stink. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I'm sure <laughs> some people would, but I'm just, I, I just couldn't do that to like, you know, sometimes either like, you, you know, only do nice that to people. a true friend, a true friend. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. You gotta be a you friend smell. of mine. Like we gotta be familiar. Like, Thank you. you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would consider so, it a yeah, solid if you told me I stunk, but <laughs> yeah, that 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 stuff happens sometimes, and it's almost more awkward than like a weirdo who says weird shit because that immediately, like, you know, I don't know, I find that less awkward to deal with. So you've Even had like, people say weird shit to you, Ron? That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, see, yeah, most of us, like I, I, we, like me included, you know, we don't know the other. We're on the other side of the the table. We're on the other side of the booth, so. We're just like, oh, there's yeah. Ron, there's Dusty. That was so cool. We got a picture with him. We move on with our day. So what, what do you mean weird, weird shit? Like, what are you hearing? Well, so like what Dusty was saying, uh, one of the more common ones is like, hey, uh, how big are your arms? And like, they want you to give them a number. Oh. Like, and you're like, I don't know. And they're like, no, no. But like, when's the last time you measured them? And I'm like, oh, it's been a while. So like, what, what did they measure? Like, they, <laughs> it's like they need to hear a number. Yeah. And. And it's almost funny not giving them a number, <laughs> yeah. Because it like it's it's funny because they just they can't not. Get, it's 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 interesting to see they need yeah. a number. It's fucking funny. So that happens like once in a while. Like, well, how how what was the biggest your legs ever measured? It's like I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And they're just like, no, but you must have you must have put a tape measure around them. Like, they're like real serious. I've had that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, dude, I I just. I don't, I don't have any answers for you for any of these questions. Yeah. You know? There's those so. or the, the ones that hang around and there's nothing left to say. And there's a line of people behind them. Yeah. And you're like, how do I make you know that it's time to, we've had a few like, and they're good fans. Like, don't get me wrong, but they'll, they, they just stay. And you're like, so mm -hmm. usually once you get more experience, when I was, when I first started, I was terrible. I didn't know that it was my job to, go to the next one yeah so i was like i was like waiting for them to to realize you know uh, and you're you're like oh shit and when when you get more experience you go well i gotta you know get to the next people here and you can kind of shovel it along yourself yeah yeah but when you're new to it and like ron said you don't want to be an asshole because you know they're fans they're good people but you're like how do you not have the social awareness to know this is done <laughs> yeah. like you know i mean i've signed a shirt for every person in your family and your neighbor and the dog and We've talked about them all, and I, we got to carry along now. <laughs> have, have you guys right, ever right. had people get, like, really nervous to meet you? Yeah, so that that's always I, – I always, like, was just sort of like, oh, like – because I always felt like I was, you know, like, lucky to be at an expo booth. You know, I always yeah. felt fortunate that a company wanted me at their booth. You know, I never, mm -hmm. never was in a position like, you know, I was never like a six figure guy, like, Hey, who's going to fucking suck my dick at the booth? You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, just joking, but oh yeah, yeah. Behind the booth. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, like I always felt like, like, man, I really, you know, got to appreciate that I get to do this, you know? So, um, I always found it like, Oh, you know, if I ever had a fan that was like that, I'd always think like, huh, I wonder why they're this excited to meet me. Huh. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, you know, that's just the reality of like, if you're putting out content, there's going to be somebody 
that your content for some reason really connects with more than someone else's content. And, you know, in my head, everything I ever put out, you know, back when I was, you know, competing and stuff, every little clip and all that I ever did or video I ever did, I always thought like, you know, I hope someone likes this, you know, I hope there's value here for somebody. And then every once in a while you meet that person. It's Mm. not just the other 50,000 that clicked on it and watched it or the other 10,000 that really liked it or the 5,000 that gave you a thumbs up. It's like the one person that like really loves what you did. And once in a while you meet that person and it blows you away that they're that much of a fan of anything that you did. Yeah. That's that's how I feel. But I, I, you're just like, Oh wow. Like it's, it's really interesting because I'm thinking like, like I'm looking up to so many other bodybuilders that I think Mm -hmm. are incredible. So you're like, you know, that sort of thing. But Hey, it's, it's like that with everything. So like, you know, you know, some of those like low budget, sci-fi movies from the 70s have like huge crazy fan bases yeah yeah right they're not good movies (laughs) (laughs) and that's us as bodybuilders so we're saying that's me at the booth i could be that shitty movie i'm an f-list youtube celebrity (laughs) you know it's funny you it's funny you said that though ron because i don't know if you saw, but uh, Rob Bailey did a Q&A yesterday and somebody said, uh, how would your life change if you weren't a celebrity? And Rob literally took a picture, like looking confused. And he's like, I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> like, he was like, I don't, I don't, what? <laughs> and knowing him, I know that he, like, he's like, no, I'm just a guy. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's cool to see though, that, that different um, perspective. Uh, just because it is interesting because I don't feel that way with anyone. There's plenty of people I'd like to meet, but like if somebody said, you know, you get to meet like Joe Rogan, I I think he's just a very interesting person, but I'd be like, Hey, you want to grab a steak? And we'd wrap and I'd walk away and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that was cool. Yeah. And one thing I also, I'm aware of, and I also make sure that I try to do it is if I ever do meet anyone you know, super famous or whatever, which I've met a few people. I always make sure I'm like, I always take a second. I'm like, okay, just act normal because they, that's, you know, like just remember that that's what they all want people to do. Right. Right? Like they appreciate it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know what I've done is because I, I, I recognize that and I appreciate that. But at the same time, when I meet somebody that I'm a really big fan of, I'm totally okay with telling them like, Oh my God, I'm a big fan oh, yeah. of yours. Oh, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? And, and like yeah, yeah, freaking yeah. out a little bit, like when, when no, we no. interviewed, uh, when you guys interviewed DLB, I like, mm-hmm. before we started that, I took like a minute. I was like, Hey, I got to tell you, you know, just to let you know, <laughs> oh, no. I'm a big fan of yours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just mean, I guess I mean like, I guess I mean how you do it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, you know, like I've met a few people that I was like, Oh fuck it to meet this person. And I always, try to take a second like hey you know i just want to let you know your your third album was the album that like did it for me because it's like important it changed your life you know or something right yeah and then i'll say i'll say and the best track is is blah 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 and they laugh and go oh fuck really you like that one and i'm like yeah (laughs) and then like and then normal yeah and then on like you know and then and then it's like you've got a little 
you know, you get to have a little moment talking to that person that, you know, but, but you're not the guy that's like, how big are your arms? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the legs. No, no. Show me the legs. <laughs> Yeah, just imagine like walk. Just imagine the, the 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 funny image of just walking up to any other person. How are the legs? <laughs> In any other scenario, it's two legs. You know what's weird though? On the flip, is it's fascinating to me when when you think of it that way. Is like there's been many times where I'd be out like. In one time, I remember we were in Vegas. And I was just on vacation, and uh, I'm on the elevator. And uh, with with my wife and she were sitting there and this a lady gets on the elevator and goes, oh, and just grab my arm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> because for whatever reason, you're allowed to. I'm thinking, well, you got a nice rack. Boom. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> can we both or is this a one way thing? How does it work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to get the rules for future, you know. Sometimes I've gotten on an elevator and been like, wow, I'd like to. No, no, no. you can't, Dusty. You can't. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I I know what you mean. Someone will like do something that just shocks you sometimes. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I've had my chest <laughs> grabbed. Just boom. And I'm like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, you didn't even think to, that that was weird, huh? That's, oh, I'm fine with it, but that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got I got a good one. Well, I think it's good because it's a fun one to figure out. We're doing a rankings. One, two, oh, three, fuck. four. There's five of them. Oh, so no. don't worry. You're not going to hurt any feelings. Delta, United, JetBlue, U.S. Airways, or Frontier. We're rating airlines. Oh God, I don't. I'm not American, so I've never flown like. That's some true. Of You're those. way too nice, Scott. Shout out to Air get- Canada. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout, shout out to air canada delta i've been mad at air canada a few times delta? but yeah. i still love them it's number one yeah i don't fly okay. a lot though so i know you what were so it was delta what were the other ones delta united u.s air jet blue and frontier uh and i may have just said them in my order on and i didn't even read them in order i read them in my order I like <laughs> united seems to have decent prices and they seem to have more flights in at least, least from Detroit. So I'd mm-hmm. say United. And then I don't have enough experience to keep going down that list. I know that I, I think I can't, I never flew jet. Maybe I did fly jet blue. You guys have like out West, they have that. Uh, is it Alaskan air? Is that, is that something? Yeah. Those used to, uh, yep. That was a Alaskan. good, I liked Alaskan air. I've flown them before. I've flown. The worst flight was spirit. It was the only flight back from, the Olympia, and this was two, just a couple of years ago, 2019, Victoria and I were on our way back. I made the mistake of thinking, well, we'll go back Sunday. You know, we'll see the Olympia Saturday. We'll go home Sunday. And I, it was like the only thing available was like 6 a.m. So mm. we were out till literally 1 o'clock in the morning, which is three 4 o'clock in the morning, Detroit time. Yeah. And then we had to like pack. We didn't realize we're like, fuck, we got to pack now. And we, so we packed, we got to sleep, and then we had to wake up like one hour later and then fly all the way home on a seat that didn't recline. And it was cramped. It, never again. Like, I will spend hundreds more dollars to not oh, yeah. have that. Like, it was bad, really bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I can tell you that. But Spirit wasn't on the list, but they would be my last one if they were. I, Frontier's I will, my I will, last one for sure. I, I will say this much. I don't know a lot about, like, Frontier and Spirit and stuff. 
But I do know that I went through a phase where I was really upset at United because yeah. they like I had repeated bad uh, experiences with them, like losing my bags, canceling my connection, sticking me in a shitty hotel. Like just I remember being mad at United a few times and upset. And I don't think and, and then I know I've, I don't think I've ever had a problem with Delta. Like I think every time I've flown Delta, it's just that's my jam. Cool. Yeah, I love Delta yeah. too. Delta's awesome. So, so, so yeah, I have I the, I have the, I have the king of bad stories for Frontier. I, f- I flew them same situation. Like it was just the timing of the flight. I was like, fuck it. So I had to fly from with them from Denver to um, Pittsburgh for the uh, North Americans one year. And you were competing. I grabbed some. No, actually, uh, I had uh, my girlfriend at the time was okay. So. Grab some food in Denver. Go to the gate. They've closed the door. It's fifteen. It's fourteen minutes before the before the flight's supposed to leave. And I'm like, uh, I'm on this flight. And they're like, the plane's there. They're like, yeah, we we close the door. I'm like, well, open the door. Nope. We close the door. I'm like, did you fill my seat? No. Open the door. We don't do that. I was like, oh. Okay, I said, "All right, I'm not gonna freak out because I want to get arrested at the airport." Um, <laughs> do you have a later flight? No. What happens to my bags? They're on this flight. Oh man. Okay, so I said, "Fuck it." I go, "So what do I do? What will happen to my bags? They'll be delivered there." Like, okay, so I said, "Fuck it." Get on my phone, buy two flights, some other uh, airline, jump on, fly to Pittsburgh. Get to Pittsburgh, go to the Frontier desk. No one's there. So I call them. I'm like, hey, this is what happened. They're like, oh, okay. Well, um, no one will be back in there till Monday. So oh. your bags are there. I'm like, well, it's Wednesday. Or no, it was, it was Saturday or something. But basically, it was too long. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, that doesn't work. You have my stuff. And your girl's competing. Yeah. And they're, yeah. And so her suit's in there. Her shoes yeah. are in there. I'm like, is this really the answer? And they're like, well, yeah, there's no one there. I go, well, can you call someone? I will pay someone out of my pocket cash to drive here and open the door and hand me my shit. We can't do that. I'm like, this is literally your answer. This is your customer service because they they don't, apparently they don't do a lot of flights. It's a small airline. And they're like, yeah, it's just the way it is. And I'm like, are you like, what the fuck? So, I was like, fuck it. We're going to the hotel. Of course, I just get on the phone, start making calls. Who has a suit? Who has shoes? We'll figure this out. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to go fight at the airport and see what I can get done. I end up going to the airport, getting to this desk where they're at, finding someone who worked across the way. And I'm like, do you know anyone that works there? Are they your friend? Can you get the code? And someone from a different airline opened that door for me. No kidding. And gave us our shit. But they literally were like, fuck you. Wow. And that was their full. And I'm like, this is how you guys roll? (laughs) Like, it just blew my mind that that was acceptable. Like, there was no, there was no like, hey, I understand. We can, we'll figure something out. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I was like, I had cash. I'm like, if I got to pay someone $300, can we get this fucking bag? Done. 
Oh yeah, we're, we're, you know we're twelve weeks deep on a prep, and this is crazy. So <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee, someone on the staff is just sitting at home smoking a bong, playing video games, and if you call them up and tell me give them two hundred fifty bucks to come down and give you your bags, they would be there in fucking ten minutes. Yeah, listen, and, that, and that's the thing that blows my mind is like, you know, truthfully, like not to be nuts, but like, so funny. You offer me two hundred fifty dollars for something system. like that, I'm like done. It's gonna take an hour of my life. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Doom, doom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you probably know people well enough. You could pull up out front and be like, "Watch my car. I'll be right back." Grab the cash, open the door, walk out. Be in in and out in five minutes. You know. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. literally were like, "Fuck off." So I, if if I had to walk to meet you in in Detroit, <laughs> yeah, or get fly them, at least I know my bags are gonna make it. I'm walking. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So, but that kind of stuff always makes me laugh because, of course, then you go online after the fact and you look at their reviews and you're like, well, fuck, if I'd have read these before, I'd have never been on this flight in the first place. Right. Right. I'm shocked that they're even open when you start reading reviews. You're like, oh, this is just fuck you is actually your your business motto. I like it. Right. (laughs) Sometimes, Sometimes you wonder, though, if like certain businesses, their reviews only really get hit by upset people. Like... If you have a well, good that's flight, a case. do you give them a review? <laughs> no, that, that's, like, that's, I, I, I agree with that. Good flight. Because, <laughs> yeah, review, reviews are t- tricky for that reason. Plus, someone's just an asshole. I mean, I used to have that when I owned the stores. Competitors of other stores would write reviews on my business. And I yeah. knew it was them. I'm yeah. like, well, that's awesome. And there's nothing you can do. You can't even erase reviews. There's yeah. nothing you can do yeah. to dispute them. Or let's say you got mad at me, Ron, and decided to piss on my business, and then you realize you shouldn't have done that, and you called, they'd be like, yeah, that stays. Yeah. There's a couple. <laughs> it's a, that, that happens sometimes. Like, there's there's a couple people that, for some reason, they just have, like, a bad – like, if you look at our gym's Google reviews, they're literally – it's, like, hundreds of five stars. Yeah. And, and then there's, like, stars. a one <laughs> – Yeah, there's, like, a one star, and then, like – like another 50 go by and then there's a one star like it's pretty sparse yeah. right and and both those guys or three of them i think there's three people have done one stars they still they, they train at the gym no kidding so it's like they it's like they went and had a bad like something happened the first a time cable broke while they were using it yeah <laughs> like like just a f- fucking right like or they went there the day we had like three cables down and a broken leg press yeah. And it was they were literally there at three like, o'clock. It didn't get fixed till five. <laughs> yeah. It was just like one of those things that Jim was crazy that week and the cable guy couldn't get in and just, you know, whatever. And then, you know, by the time they're on their third workout, everything's fixed and stays fixed for the next year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so they just but stay the there. You went happy. up immediately. <laughs> yeah. But they, they put up a review and they can't. It's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> you guys you can't are. Throw a ball and not, not and bring it back. It's already gone. Yeah. You guys are known yeah. for good quality, for being professional, and having good communication. That's what it oh. says right there. Oh, it's like yeah, that's, that's like guys. taken from multiple reviews. Those are like repeated. How, repeated how many, things. how many, how many one stars do we have? Let's see. Oh, I was actually in the middle of writing a review, but uh, yes, yeah. I'll discard the one star. Now you got another one. No. Uh, <laughs> Four now. <laughs> Cut me off and gone. Go you had it. three. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have one one star, uh, yeah. and then four 
uh, uh, four stars, and then the rest of them are all five stars. Oh, we only have one one star? I think so. Maybe I'm looking at that wrong. I don't want to no, click on anything. Fuck, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I might I'm be wrong about like, that. It's a very small. You can of, see the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can put cool. it on there, but it's like it's like a you have four point nine average. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, maybe you know maybe funny, Dusty, though? Dusty, maybe it's the four stars seem like one stars to me. So, so I, you, you're gonna love this. So I went to a okay uh, two. You exactly got two. What it is? <laughs> I went to a, I went to a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and we I just did a quick search. Wanted to try Thai food here, and I walk in and I see all these awards, but it's like. 2018 best tie 2019 best this and i made a joke while we were waiting i was like but there's no current ones then we <laughs> eat the food and it was literally the worst meal of my entire life then we went online to check reviews and the reviews literally were this place used to be great but oh, <laughs> and wow. i'm like That's holy so shit <laughs> it's exactly what i said when i saw it. i'm like but wait a minute, none of these awards are current. Right. <laughs> the, the guy stole the place. Literally, that's it's what probably what happened. I literally was yeah, like, sold it. son of a or, or bitch. Because <laughs> we did, that's we looked funny. it up. It was one of those things where like, I <clears throat> I know the place I used to go to is really good. So I come in with low expectations to begin with. And by the time we got to the car, I was like, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> and it wasn't even cheap. And then when we leave, when we go to leave, I had to go actually find the lady to pay her because she wasn't coming back to our table. And she goes, how was everything? I go, honestly, I'm just glad it's over. And she was like, what? And I was like, well, the food, the service, it was all just bad. She goes, okay. And swiped my card. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> well, he won't be back anyway, so fuck it. Get the $67. Let's do this. I, uh, I got to take a piss real bad, and I have a good question, so I have to go and come back. So you guys can you know, do whatever and, you want. And then yeah, Dusty's we'll got to go. And you got to yeah. go soon, right, Dusty? Okay. Yeah, we'll do the we'll do the question when he gets back, and then I'll go. Okay, all right. I'm leaving Ron a review right now. Yeah, we'll leave him one that he has to pee in important times. Yeah, and that seems <laughs> weird to us. Seems very weird to us. Best gym on the West Coast. We'll just put that. Boom. You know what's crazy? That's actually like true, like deadly true. Is it really is one of the best gyms I've ever trained at? I've trained. Yeah, everywhere. it's a great gym. It's a good you know, gym. I love the energy, even even basic stuff like we just walk into that gym. There's energy. Yeah, you know, and I've been I've been there when they open, um, and I've been there all the way to when they close. It's just got a good vibe the whole time, and I think with it's very similar to uh, Muscle Factor that I train in Arizona. Like mm. the owner being there pretty much all the time. Yeah, sets the tone for the place. For sure. You know, where it's like, sure, it's called West Coast Iron, but it's Ron's gym. Yeah. You know, and I know he's got partners, so it's the same with them. But it's like, it's funny, but the guy who owns Muscle Factory was like, oh, I think I'm going to get another gym. I'm like, don't. You can't leave here. And he I likes to credit, that. Yeah. give too much credit to us for being there. And I'm like, this gym is because of you. Like, yeah, we, br we, we brought people here, but they stayed here because of what you've done. Exactly. Do just standing here, you know? So, here he comes. Could probably get that checked at your age, just saying. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question time, Mr. Prostate. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 
What is the worst hotel room you've ever stayed in? Ooh. I'm not going first, but I got mine, so go ahead. <laughs> Can I tell you guys about one I didn't stay in? Yeah. Okay. Yes, because that's a weird question. <laughs> I remember when I was like 16 or 17, uh, I was with my girlfriend and her her best friend. And her best friend, they were like, they were going to do like some sort of, there's like a, a school dance. Maybe we we're 18. Maybe it was like a prom. I can't remember. But she wanted to like get a hotel room with her boyfriend that, of course you, she know, did. you know, that for that whole thing. And for whatever reason, she went to Michigan Avenue in Inkster. There's places like the Bungalow Motel that was known for having this massive shootout back in the 80s. Like there's still bullet holes in it and stuff with like... <laughs> Like three armed felons with cops and it that's the kind of hotels these are these are like the little string and she just took us there so she went to one of these places and i remember thinking like i don't know if this is a good idea but i didn't get a lot of hotel rooms at the time i'm like 16 17 years old and they they showed us the room and when they showed us the room there was like people who lived in this hotel just like hanging outside and they see me like 16 year old white kid with two white girls getting escorted into the hotel room. They're like, yeah, you know, something's going on here. I'm surprised. I'm surprised we got out of there, but we went in there and the smell was like just like terrible BO. It was, it was like a prostitute motel. You know, we were in there for like 30 seconds tops and turned around and, you know, they, she ended up getting a a better hotel, like in a nicer neighborhood, you know, better town and stuff that it ended up working out, but I still have nightmares of that smell. It was the worst hotel ever, ever. I did stay at a day's in in Columbus. I did stay in a day's in in Columbus for one night. It was like before my place was ready and I wanted to go a day early and there was a swastika carved in this table. So there was that. Yeah. Yeah. Classy. Oh, wow. But there was that. But yeah, that's that's my story. You know, you're in a nice day's in when they don't replace that table with the 270 (laughs) that they have in the hotel. (laughs) Good point. Or at least at least go in and carve around it and turn it into like a a, a It's a sun. Or or it's a sun or some sort of tribal symbol. Yeah. You got to love they're like. That's that's fine. It still holds coffee. Right, I like Ron's idea. Yeah. We can fix this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it changes. It's a knight with a shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a giant bar table. Now it's the most expensive room because it's got the custom table. <laughs> oh, that's painful. That's painful. So, I uh, well, the worst room anyone ever tried to give me was clearly an accident and it was at the orleans hotel in vegas and old um, old hotel so uh emily and i went there for the olympia and it was obviously when it was still at the orleans and uh and uh we thought let's stay right at the hotel right so we Mm -hmm. we got a room and we check in and we go in the room and right away the room smells and like the first words out of emily's mouth are like, no, no, what, no, like smelt in there. And then we like, we walk right in the room with our bags and we're like, what the fuck? It smells in here. It smelled like BO. And then I like looked and I started to see shit around the room. There's a Heineken bottle behind the 
dresser and the dresser is like pulled out from the wall. So it's like someone pulled the wall, pulled it out so they could get to the plugins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then there's a Heineken bottle back there and a bottle cap and a cigarette butt. (laughs) And then I look and there's like clearly cocaine all over the top of the desk, like a, like white powder (laughs) smeared around. Like they had done lines there for two days straight and then not wiped it with a rag, you know? And it was, you know, I probably could have scraped one together if I went real hard on the, on the edge, you know, put it on all the rooms are, Oh wait, isn't that how all the rooms are in, in, at the Orleans in Las Vegas? And and Emily's laughing. They charge extra for the ones that already have cocaine in them. Yeah. Yeah. She's laughing and she's like, there's like paper towel and a dirty towel on the floor by the bed. And then, yeah. And then we look in the bathroom and there's a, a like a shower towel on the floor in the bathroom. Holy shit. And we're like, yeah, it's room. <laughs> Fuck. So we just go <laughs> right back downstairs. We're like, there's been a mistake. <laughs> and they were, they actually, they actually wound up giving us a nicer room. It was like a, like a, a small suite. So but obviously they clearly hadn't cleaned that room. It was just one of those things. Tried to fucking give it to us. It was pretty funny. I got to tell you though, Scott, Ron has the weirdest experiences in hotels. I mean, Ron's <laughs> the only person I know who gets a hotel in, I don't know, let's say England and someone sends a hooker to his room. What? Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got to go there real quick. Cause Fuck, I forgot so about great. that story. I mean, did I tell How I can don't you know forget about it. the, how? How? I don't so, know. Yeah. So, Scott, you have no idea how many weird stories we have. So I just remembered I'm it. Pretty sure I told that story before, but I've never heard it. Didn't hear it. I was in. We were in Melbourne for the Arnold. So the Arnold oh, Australia. That's right. And uh, we're staying at the. I think it's the Hilton. We stay at there, so it's really nice. You know, it's like awesome hotel, and um, we're on the last day of the expo, so it's like the Sunday morning. And I don't have to be to the booth till like 11 or noon, I think, that day, because kind of a short day. And and anyway, so I've got a little bit of time. I've had breakfast, and I'm just going to lay down. You know, I came back upstairs from breakfast, and I got like an hour or two to kill. So I'm just going to like lay down and chill out. And I lay down on the bed, and I guess we'll say it's like, let's say it's like 9.30 a.m., right? Or 10 a.m. even. And I lay down on the bed, and uh, I hear my door open. Like a knock. I hear a knock. And I go, no, thank you. Because I think it's a cleaning woman. Right? Yeah. You know? And like a knock, knock, knock. And it's about that time, right? Around 10 a.m. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And then I hear my door open. And I think, oh, they're coming in to clean my room. But I don't need my room cleaned. I'm fine. So I go, it's okay. It's okay. And then this woman comes around the corner into my room. And uh, I know immediately she's not a cleaning woman. She is a... <laughs> drop dead super hot i'd say like five foot tall asian girl big tits sexy outfit she looks fucking hot and she's in like big like platform heel boots and like she's smoking hot and she's got like a bag and she looks like I was like, holy shit. Like, I was just shocked because, like, it's not what you're expecting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just go, I go, uh, hello? And I can't remember what name she said. She goes, are you Thomas? She goes, Thomas. And I go, no, I'm not Thomas. And she goes, 
yeah, you are. And I and I'm I'm thinking, well, maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> On second thought, yes, I I'm am. Like, maybe I am. This is so. I go, no, nah, I'm pretty sure I'm not Thomas. And she shows me her phone, and the text says my room number. Huh. It's like, you know, twenty four ten or whatever. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not Thomas. And she immediately starts walking out of my room, and and I go out. Uh, how did you get a key? And she just like walks out. She goes, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I thought this was the right room. And then she just like walks away. Huh. And I'm like, oh, that was a prostitute. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Sent to fuck someone. And they were given a key. From the front desk. Oh. So I call down and I go, I just had, you know, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. I go, I just want to let you know, like, there may be like a security issue with my room. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, like I said, I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble, but <laughs> someone seems to have issued a key for my room and uh, I'm going to need a new key. And yeah. I would like it if someone would bring that up to me because I don't feel like coming down to get a new key. And they're like, well, what happened? And I'm like, well, okay, um, I'll tell you the story. And I just told her exactly <laughs> what happened. And I said, I'm, you know, this person was clearly, you know, I think. You At know, work. Sent to, sent to entertain. And she goes, well, what makes you think that? And I'm like, she was like dressed to fuck. Like, what do you want, want me to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I have no other way to word this. And, and when I said that, she goes, oh. Okay, thank you very much. We will send someone up to your room with a new key right away. And <laughs> they sent someone up. And, and then when I got back from the expo that night, there was a letter under my door. And it was like, uh, um, our security issue with your room earlier has been dealt with. And the person responsible has been disciplined. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Somebody's got a little hooker side game gig. going on at the yeah. front desk. A little side gig, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. They got the they got the room wrong. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Were you single at the time? Oh no, I didn't okay. tell Emily about okay. it right away. It was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> like, I he turned was, down he a would have been Thomas. Yeah, there would have been a lot more decisions to make had you not been. You know, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I've done dumber things. Let's do this." Thomas. <laughs> so then, then the, then the joke the joke for the rest of the weekend was. Well, maybe she didn't get the room wrong. She got the name wrong. Maybe it was one of our <laughs> distributors down there saying thank you for all the mutant videos. And, you know, I love mutant on a mission. Send her to Ron. Yeah, I yeah. love mutant on a mission. Send Ron a little entertainment. So, do you remember? Do you remember the movie Lost in Translation with Bill Murray? Yes. yes. Do you remember when he first gets to Japan and they send him that like rape fantasy hooker, and he doesn't know what to do. Like this hooker comes to his room and he's like, oh, okay. So as soon as he starts touching her, she's like, no, don't hit me. And he's like, I'm not. And she's like, but that's what she thought. Like that was yeah. what she was sent there to be. Was like, a, and he's like, oh, it was really awkward. It's a fucking hilarious scene. And that's she's essentially like, what happened to Ron. <laughs> no, no. But it made, oh. me, it made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, that's so. good shit. Oh, I'm glad okay. that I completely derailed our question to get a very good story to end the show. That was good. That was very good. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, uh, quick shout out to uh, Mindful Hunter off Instagram. He uh, bow hunted a bear Whew. and he gave me some bear ham. 
No kidding. Wow. And I didn't even know you could make bear ham, but I guess yeah, either. that's either. what you call it. It's how you make it. That's what that's what makes it a ham. Huh. Okay. And uh, it kind of tastes like kind of tastes like soft beef jerky, to be honest. It doesn't sound so bad. It's so it's delicious. Nice. So I just wanted to say thanks to him for that. If you're into the hunting stuff, he's got a podcast, Mindful Hunter. So check him out. His name's Jay. Good guy. Trains at my gym. And that's uh, that rounds out the show for me. You guys all good? All like, good. share, subscribe, all that stuff. Actually, I do have to say that the show gets a lot of really cool interactions from everybody. I, I appreciate going through. I know you guys read that stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate I all even, the positivity. I try to even, like, drop a comment or, like, some comments while I'm at it just to help them, you know, help move things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you, guys. We appreciate it very much. Okay, okay. Like, share, subscribe, comment. I'm there just doing go. the motion. I'm just doing oh, the motion. You oh. need to we didn't see oh, your hand. motion's not on the camera because <laughs> I'm on my big screen. camera. Yeah. Harvey, yeah. ring the bell. Yeah. Ring the bell, there Harvey. Go. There he is. Thanks, Dusty. <laughs> I knew you weren't letting me down. Okay, thanks, everybody. It's just bodybuilding. Oh,